wish you all a really blessed Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Still feed me and love me when I'm seventy-four. <laughs> when I'm eighty-four, when you still love and feed me, when I'm eighty-four or ninety-four. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, in the bathroom. I was thinking. Oh, now they make me wear so many different clothes just for advertisement. And supposedly I'm an older, I have no teacher. What am I going to do? Who's going to wear all this? <laughs> okay. Treasure all this picture, okay? <laughs> Time goes fast, you know? Yeah, I get old and I have no more teacher. You look like that. Okay. Oh, we're going to laugh our head off a little bit, okay? <laughs> Too much serious business. Uh, the Buddha, God business is too serious. <laughs> We're going to laugh a little bit. All right, guys? Yes. If you don't want to laugh, you're welcome to go out. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I saw here? Getting older. <laughs> yeah, it's here. I'm not kidding. See that? <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about old and getting older. <laughs> okay, now, in a park, two people are having a conversation, you know, park goers have a conversation, and one say to the other, Look, I really can't see whether the kid sliding is a boy or a girl. So the other one say, A boy, he's my son. Hmm. So the first one said, Oh, sorry. I didn't know you are his father. <laughs> so the person said, No, I'm his mother. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes, sometimes it's like that. You can't, you can't even tell whether a man is a man or is a woman. No? Yeah. And sometimes even the woman look like a woman. It's not necessary that's a woman. Right? You know all this, right? I tell you a secret in the world. One fourth of the population look like women, but they're not women. Oh. And one fifth looks like men, but they're not men. Mm. And another one fifth is not men, or either or both men and women. <laughs> yeah. So things are not always the way they look, huh? So if you have a real woman for a wife and a real man as a husband, be happy. <laughs> It's not always you can find it. <laughs> yeah, some people, they're married to each other, you know, but 
They even have kids and all that. And then one day, suddenly, the husband left for another man. <laughs> or the wife left for another woman. Yeah? Sometimes in the middle of the marriage, they realize that they, they are not what they are. <laughs> they didn't even know that before. <laughs> they didn't know what it was, you know. Sometimes they school chums, you know, and then they married each other, and after some times, they just married like everybody else. It's peer pressure, you know. You know each other a long time. Are you? It's a time to marry. You know, everybody expected. So you make a wedding, and then you take each other to honeymoon, and then now and again you make a kid, and <laughs> it seems like a perfect family. But it's not always the same. That's always the way it looks, ne? So don't be surprised if your husband or your wife wake up in the middle of the night somewhere, go out, and realize <laughs> he or she is not what he or you think he she is and then disappear. Many people disappear just like that. Went out by a chewing gum and then never come back. Yeah. You have to accept the fact it's like that, huh? I also did not know, truly. I never looked in such a matter, you know? I thought a uh, woman, a woman, a man, a man. <laughs> and until recently I bumped into so many no men, no woman. <laughs> no woman, no men. It's not like I don't love them or anything. I was just surprised. Because I, I always thought, for example, that girl is a woman. No, that man is a boy. <laughs> I mean, that boy is a man. And then <laughs> I was sometimes shocked. <laughs> not too shocked, just surprised, yeah? I, I thought, I know all these things, yeah? And I encounter them sometimes. But I didn't know there are so many. Almost everywhere, one-fourth of the population and one-fifth of the population. And another one-fifth is by the, bo- both by. Yeah? It's okay. They're just like us. They're just different. What? Huh? What are you? <laughs> check you out. Go check him out. <laughs> Go check <laughs> when I was talking about that, I was just sitting, wow, oh, <laughs> Don't worry about other people, worry about you, what you are. Well, it doesn't matter what you are, I love you all the same, yeah? <laughs> the L, the H, the Bi, I love you all. <laughs> the L, the, the G, and uh, the, the B, yeah? LGB. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love them all. Don't worry about that. I just didn't think there are so many. Yeah, they're just in a transition period. That's all, you know, between man to woman or vice versa. Huh? That's how things get mixed up. <laughs> no wonder uh, Buddha said, "You look at uh, man or woman the same is the best for you." <laughs> like this, no surprise, no, no disappointment, nada. Huh? It's good, huh? Okay, but don't. What do you look at me for? <laughs> Don't ever dream about it. <laughs> well, we have been in the cycle, you know, of evolution all the time, ever since we exist on the planet, yeah? Sometimes we are men, sometimes we are women. It depends on situation. The liberated person can become a man or can be, re, can be incarnated as a woman. Yeah? It depends on the situation. Yeah? 
like at this time, I incarnate as a woman. Call the man that did lousy job up to now. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't be offended. <laughs> Can you take a joke? <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, it didn't work very well, so I tried this time to take a woman body to see if it's any better. Yeah. Is it better? Yeah. Why? Why? It's more beautiful. Yeah. More what? More detail. More detail. What can I tell? <laughs> more love? Are you sure? More colorful, more caring. More considerate. More? Compassion. Are you true, sure about all this? Man, all this name I love. <laughs> Any more attributes that music to my ears? More candies. More candies. <laughs> it's true, I'm telling you. When I was in India, I stayed in different ashram. Yeah? They don't have candies like this. I just have like, popcorn is the most. <laughs> Yeah. And the guru sometimes didn't wash his hands. <laughs> you know, India very hot and <laughs> bare popcorn, you know, bare hand, bare popcorn. Sometimes I thought, wow, I don't know how much blessing go in there, but <laughs> it's difficult to ignore <laughs> the fact, you know, that you have seen so yeah, anyway just close your eye and pop it in your mouth <laughs> in case there's some blessing it's a waste not to take it yeah anyway okay forgive me if I offend your master somewhere <laughs> your ex master your previous master they don't mind you know the gurus they are very very humorous anyway I think they're not offended if they are so what I'm a woman <laughs> I say what I want, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> People only give the men hard time. When I look at a woman and a pretty one as such, <laughs> they would not do anything, right? Not much, just shrug, <laughs> maybe blow pieces. <laughs> uh, Johnny heard that uh, uh, every adult has a secret, you know, uh, boy, schoolboy. So if you say, tell you, I know the truth about the whole thing, they will be shocked. And then even if you know nothing at all, and then that, hmm, they will maybe they tell you everything else. Yeah. So after school, Johnny came home and tell his mom, Mom, I know the truth all about the whole thing. Yeah. So the mother was very <laughs> shocked and give him a hundred dollars and ask him not to tell anybody. <laughs> Especially not to tell Dad. <laughs> okay. And then Johnny felt very funny about his mother's response, although he doesn't know anything, he don't ask anything. So when his dad came home, after work he said to him, Dad, you know, I know the whole truth about the whole thing. Oh, his dad was so shocked. Give him $200 <laughs> and tell him not to tell mom. 
The next day, uh, Johnny met the postman at the gate, and he said again, Sir, I know the truth about the whole thing. <laughs> the postman could hardly believe it, stretched out and held him in his arms and said, You've known it all this time? Good boy! Uh, hug Daddy! <laughs> The truth will set you free, eh? <laughs> it's not always good to know the truth and nothing but truth. <laughs> okay. Johnny said to Joe, I will move heaven and earth to break my hundred score in the golf course. So Joe said, Try moving heaven. You have already moved plenty of earth today. <laughs> Digging the the grass and the sand, <laughs> I don't cannot do anything. <laughs> you know the golf game, right? <laughs> if you don't hit the ball, you hit the earth. <laughs> and sometimes you hit the ball, you go to the sand, <laughs> and you spray sand all over. <laughs> I did plenty of that, <laughs> so I know what it's like. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Dig plenty of earth. <laughs> A customer was opening an account at a bank, and he asked the clerk to fill a form for him. So the clerk asked, Your name, please? Uh, the customer said, An -an Anthony Ma Maxwell Jackson. <laughs> and then the clerk asked, Are you uh, a stammer? The customer said, No, but my father was. <laughs> and that guy who registered my name was an idiot. <laughs> he wrote everything down. <laughs> so it became his name. <laughs> you love jokes. I knew it, yeah. So this time I didn't bring any holy book or nothing, I brought all these jokes. <laughs> Jokes, <laughs> jokes, baby. A gopher said to the caddy, yeah, you know, the caddy is the one who carry all the golf equipment for a gopher, for the professional. The gopher said to a caddy, Notice any improvement, any of my improvements since last year? So the caddy said, uh, You polished your clubs, didn't you? <laughs> Far from that, nothing else. <laughs> The gopher said to another caddy, Why do you keep looking at your watch all the time? Caddy said, This isn't a watch, sir, it's a compass. <laughs> <laughs> so they know where the ball goes. <laughs> Must be a very great gopher, <laughs> like I was. <laughs> all direction, you know. <laughs> the golf go all direction. <laughs> Another gopher said to a caddy, The doctor says I can't play golf. Caddy said, Oh, he has played with you too, huh? <laughs> That's how he know, right? A gopher said to a caddy, Caddy, 
Why didn't you see where that ball went? So the cat is say, well, it doesn't usually go anywhere, Mrs. Smith. You caught me off guard. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, the principal of a university was thrown at the budget bill of the next half year, submitted by the dean of the physics school. So uh, he turned to his secretary and complaining, Why does the physics school spend so much on new and expensive equipment every year? Tens of millions at a time. Mathematics school is good for they can be satisfied with only some paper, pencils, and erasers. <laughs> and the philosophy school is better, for they ask for nothing, not even erasers. <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> no need. <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> I'm glad you laugh at the jokes, because some joke I don't know why. <laughs> A gopher said to a caddy, Well, what do you think of my game? The caddy said, I guess it's all right, but I still like golf better. <laughs> it wasn't golf, was it? Like, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like when I was on a golf course. <laughs> gopher said to a caddy, How would you have played that last shot? Caddy? Caddy said, Under an assume name <laughs> so nobody know who you did who did it <laughs> and the gopher say you must be the world worst caddy the caddy say no sir that would be too much of a coincidence <laughs> both <laughs> the other guy also <laughs> the gopher only carry the club only the same like him <laughs> once during a debate Abraham Lincoln was uh, accused by uh, Stephen Douglas of being two-faced. So without hesitation, uh, Lincoln calmly replied, I leave it to my audience. If I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? <laughs> He's so funny, huh? <laughs> He can laugh at himself, huh? That's good. <laughs> A Spanish teacher was explaining to her class that in Spanish, uh, it's not like English, nouns are designated as either masculine or feminine. For example, house is feminine, la casa. Hmm. A pencil, however, is masculine, el lapiz. So a student asked, what gender is computer. <laughs> Instead of giving the answer, the teacher split the class into two groups, male and female, and asked them to decide for themselves whether computer should be a masculine or a feminine noun. Each group was asked to give four reasons for the recommendation that they chose. The men's group decided that computer should definitely be of the feminine. You know, la computadora. Yes. Because, they explained, because, for reason. No one 
but the, their creator understands their internal logic. Number two, also the language they use in the computer technology, eh? Okay. And number two, the native language they use to communicate with other computers is incomprehensible to everyone else. <laughs> It's true, huh? It's true. Number three, even the smallest mistakes are stored in long-term memory for possible later <laughs> retrieval. <laughs> retrieval. <laughs> And number four, <laughs> don't be offended, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> number four, as soon as you make a commitment to one, you find yourself spending half your paycheck on accessor accessory for it. <laughs> My God. My God, oh, it's not true. I testify about it. Nobody spend nothing on me. <laughs> I don't have any man who spend anything on me. Okay, the woman's group now, they decided, however, that the computers should be masculine. El computado. Yeah, because, number one, In order to do anything with them, you have to turn them on first. <laughs> you can't do anything when it's off. <laughs> What kind of logic? <laughs> Number two, they have a lot of data but still can't think for themselves. <laughs> Number three, they are, they are supposed to help you solve problems, but half of the time they are the problem. <laughs> Number four, as soon as you commit to one, you realize that if you had waited a little longer, you could have gotten a better model. <laughs> El computado. <laughs> La computadora. <laughs> I, I concluded that the computer, both masculine and feminine, <laughs> because they both have reason, huh? They both were right. Okay, so the computer is like a buy. <laughs> not an L, not a G, but a B. At the lecture series, a very poor speaker was on the platform. As he was speaking, people in the audience began to get up and leave. After about ten minutes, there was only one man left. Finally, the man stopped speaking and asked the man why he remained to the end. He said, I'm the next speaker. <laughs> Father said to his daughter, huh? What's wrong, Judy? Usually you talk on the phone for, for hours on end, but this time you only talk half an hour. How come? She said, it was a wrong number. <laughs> Number, can't you talk about now? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
this is really something cute. I can't believe somebody thinks like this. It's really cute. <laughs> All the kids make fun of me. The boy cried to his mother. They say I have a big head. Oh, the mother consoled him. Don't listen to them. You have a beautiful store for ten pounds of potatoes. <laughs> so the kids say, Where's the shopping bag? Mother say, I haven't got one. Use your hat. <laughs> a big hat. Father said to son, Well, son, what did you learn in school today? Son, I learned to say, Yes, sir. And no, sir. Yes, ma'am. And no, ma'am. So father say, Oh, really? And the, the son say, Yep. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yes, sir. No, sir. Yep. Sir. <laughs> yep. Yep. Eliza <laughs> uh, said to his father, Dad, the girl who sit next to me in the class has a dress just like mine. So Daddy says, So you want a new dress? So Liza say, Well, it would be cheaper than changing college. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bribery, huh? It's a coerce, huh? Coerce, coerce. The mother said firmly, If you two boys can't agree and be quiet, I shall take your pie away, because they fight over the pie, no? So the younger one replied, But mother, we do agree. Bill wants the biggest piece, and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> they both agree, same thing. Billy said, Will I get everything I prayed for, mama? So mother said, Everything that's good for you, dear. So Billy said, Oh, what's the use then? I get that anyway already. <laughs> Mother always says, this is good for you, that is good for you already. <laughs> he wants something else. <laughs> Johnny worked in a big office in the city, and he used to go to the barber's shop, barbers, eh? during working hours to have his hair cut. Although he, this was against uh, the rule, the clerks have to have their cut in their own time, not during office hour, nah? against the rule. So he went out to cut during office hour. That's against the rule. While Johnny was at the barber's one day, the manager of the office came in by chance to have his own hair cut. <laughs> Johnny saw him and tried to hide his face, but the manager recognized him anyway. Ah, Johnny, hello. I see that you are having your hair cut in the office time. So Johnny said, Yes, sir, I am. You see, sir, it grows during office time. <laughs> so the manager said, Well, not all of it, yeah? Maybe some, but not all of it. So Johnny said, Yeah, some of it grows in your own time, no? So Johnny said, Yes, sir, but I have in only some of it cut off. <laughs> not all of it also. <laughs> Just trim it, right? Wow, very smart, huh? <laughs> Little boy saying to their departing relative, There's no hurry, auntie. Daddy has put the clock a whole hour ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
Kabish, yeah? You're not welcome here. <laughs> Children, they tell you everything. Once a learned man was crossing a river, wishing to enjoy himself, he began to talk to a boatman. Do you know mathematics? he asked. No, sir, replied the boatman. Uh, then uh, you have uh, lost one quarter of your life, said the learned man. Uh, then he continued, Do you know history? No, sir, answered the boatman. And then the scholar said again, Then you have lost half of your life. And then he asked again, Do you know philosophy? The boatman said, I don't know that either, sir. <laughs> Then the scholars say, Then you have lost three quarters of your life. Just then a sudden wind turned the boat upside down. <laughs> and the boatman asked uh, the customer, Do you know how to swim, sir? He <laughs> said, No. <laughs> replied, replied the great learned man. Then the boatman said, Then you have lost your whole life. <laughs> Yeah, huh? <laughs> what is important, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most people, they put uh, great emphasis on a lot of learning, which is not useful at all. Hmm? I don't dare say anything, but if you ask me for a list, I, it is a forever list. <laughs> I will never finish writing it, all these useless, uh, you know, subjects that people put a great emphasis of importance on it. Son asked the father, What is weapons? The father say, Why, son? That's something you fight with. So the son say, Is mother your weapon? <laughs> it's logical, no? <laughs> the father say, Don't you think our son gets all his brains from me? So the mother say, Probably. I still have all mine. <laughs> While Johnny waited at the airport to board his plane, he noticed a computer scale that would give your weight and, uh, you know, a prediction. So he dropped a quarter in the slot and the computer screen display something like this. You are married and you are on your way to San Diego. Ah, that's cool. Johnny was very, you know, amazed and very, very impressed yeah, with the accuracy of this computer prediction. So he, he just stood there, you know. There was another man coming next to him and put a quarter in the computer and then the computer read out, you know, on the screen like, you weigh 120 pounds, you are divorced, and you are on the way to Chicago. <laughs> so Johnny said to the man, Are you divorced and on your way to Chicago? Yes, the man replied. Wow, he was more amazed. So he rushed to the man's room, changed his clothes, and put on dark glasses. Yeah. So he went to the machine again to see if the machine can read him. Yeah. And the computer read, like this. You still weigh 125 pounds. You are still married, and you just missed your plane to San Diego. 
Johnny has been to a birthday party, and knowing his weakness, his mother looked him straight in the eyes and said, "I hope you didn't ask for a second piece of cake." Johnny said, "No, no, no, I didn't. I only asked Mrs. Jones for the recipe so you could make some more like it at home, and she gave me two more pieces." <laughs> So clever, huh? no need to say uh, asking. I just say, "Wow, your cake is great!" Yeah, <laughs> uh, just like you. You don't you don't beg me to see you or uh, read story for you anything. But you say, "Master, the story you say was so good." <laughs> uh, parents spent their first part of a child's life urging him to walk and talk. And the rest of his childhood, making him sit down and keep quiet. <laughs> It's true, huh? There was a Liverpool fan with really crappy seat at Anfield. You know Liverpool football, huh? A crappy seat. Looking with some binoculars, he spotted an empty seat on the halfway line, thinking to himself, "What a waste!" He made his way down to the empty seat, the fan, eh? and when he arrived at the seat, he asked the man sitting next to it, "Is this seat taken?" So, the man said, "This was my wife's seat. She passed away recently. She was a big Liverpool fan. Liverpool is one of the team in England, huh?" I'm so sorry to hear of your loss," said the first man. May I ask why you didn't give her ticket to a friend or a relative? And the second man replied, "Because they are all at her funeral right now." <laughs> If you want to marry a football fan, think twice. That's the moral of the story. Are you a football fan, guys? No. No. Watch sometimes. Watch sometimes. I watch sometimes the World Cup. Yes, <laughs> I like it when it's you know something exciting. You know, World Cup or big big one. Yeah, sometimes. But on TV only. Yeah, I don't like to go there and risk my life. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lazy boy. He's not willing to do anything at all. So nobody wanted to hire him. A time went by. He could live no longer, eh? no money, eh? <laughs> so he asked one of his friends to introduce him to get an easier job. The introducer thought for a moment, and then he said, "You go to take care of the graveyard. There is no job easier than that." So the lazy boy went to work happily, but in a few days he came back again, complaining. I won't do it. So the friend asked, "But why?" He said, "It's unfair to do this job because I am the only one who stands and works, and they're all laying there." <laughs> lazy people. How can be more lazy than he? <laughs>
A third grader went home and told her mother she was in love with a classmate and was going to marry him. <laughs> She's probably eight years old or something, yeah? Yes. So the mother said, that is okay. But uh, she played with the, the, the flow, you know, that's okay. But uh, does he have a job? <laughs> So the little girl said, yes, yes, he erased the blackboard in our class. <laughs> That's so cute. I adopted a kid, you know. Well, not, uh, not in my name. She doesn't like single mother, boring, you know. <laughs> she stayed with some family, friends, instant family with brother, sister, and... You know, mother stay home cooking, father went to work. You know, those traditional, <laughs> lovely romantic family. So anyway, when I, when we were first together, you know, I took her to the kindergarten, of course. Now, the first day she came home from school, she announced grandly to everybody, all the boys in the school fell in love with her. <laughs> she was like three or four years old. Uh, visitors say to um, house host, Does your baby brother talk yet? So Johnny say, He doesn't have to. He gets everything he wants by yelling. <laughs> there were two brothers, you know, Johnny and Joe, lived with her, their mother and a cat also named Joss. Johnny, Joe, and Joss, okay, cat. Uh, Johnny was particularly attached to the cat, and when he had to leave town for several days, he left uh, Joe uh, careful instruction about how to care for Joss, the cat. At the end of his first day, uh, John telephoned his brother, how is uh, Joss doing, the cat? So Joe said, Joss is dead. <laughs> oh, he answered. So there was a very long silence. And then John said, Joe, you are so insensitive. Hmm? You knew how I love Joss. You should have broken the news to me slowly. When I asked about Joss tonight, you should have said, uh, Joss was on the roof, but I have called the fire department to get him down. And tomorrow, when I call again, you should have said that the firemen were having trouble getting him down, but you thought they would succeed. And then when I call again the third time, you could have told me that uh, the firemen has done their best, but unfortunately, Joss had fallen off the roof and was at the vet, <laughs> the vet office. Yeah. <laughs> and when I call the fourth time, you could have said he had died then I would have been more prepared, yeah? And this is the way a sensitive man should behave. Or told and told me about Joss, my beloved cat. And oh, before I forget, uh, John asked, how is our mother doing? <laughs> so Joe began to say, ahem. 
mother was on the roof. <laughs> You know the rest, huh? <laughs> you like it, huh? <laughs> A six years old ran up and down the supermarket, shouting frantically, Mary, Mary, Mary! So finally, <laughs> the mother is reunited with him. And the mother tells him, You shouldn't call me by my name, Mary. I'm your mother, you know that? So the child said, I know, but the supermarket is full of mothers. <laughs> so, logic, no? <laughs> Very good, huh? Yes. Give him an A for that. An absent-minded person met another person on the street and said, Dear me! How have you changed so much? You once had a rosy face, but now you are pale. You were tall, but now you are quite short. <laughs> dear, dear, dear me, Mr. Johnny, you have really changed. But I'm not Mr. Johnny, <laughs> the person said. Well, my God, you even changed your name. <laughs> While fishing off the Florida coast, a tourist capsized his boat. He could swim, but he, he fear of alligators keep him clinging to the overturned boat. Spotting an old beachcomber standing on the shore, the tourist uh, uh, shouted, Are there any gators around here? You know, Florida is full of alligators. No, the men scream back. They aren't been around for years. <laughs> so feeling very safe, the tourists started swimming leisurely toward the shore. About halfway there, he asked the guy, How had you gotten rid of the gators? The beachcomber said, We didn't do anything. The sharks got them. <laughs> joke about marriage. The best way for a man to remember his wife's birthday is to forget it just once. <laughs> she will remind you. <laughs> it's cool, no? You all know about that, eh? It's not all the wives are like that, is there? Huh? I never remind my husband of my birthday. <laughs> He's not here anyway. <laughs> Being a husband is like any other job. <laughs> it helps a lot if you like your boss. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> scare all the scare all the bachelor <laughs> away. <laughs> it's not so bad like that. <laughs> you can try <laughs> and you tell. <laughs> You can always tell when a marriage is shaky. The partners don't even talk to each other during television commercials. 
Oh. <laughs> That's it. No laughter, nothing. <laughs> marriage is like a midnight phone call. You get a ring, and then you wake up. <laughs> My God, it's so bad. Huh? Shouldn't be so bad like that, huh? <laughs> A couple of young boys were fishing. At their special pond off the beaten track, when out of the bushes jumped the gamekeeper, I mean the warden, eh, the one who controlled the fishing area, the spot, eh, whether it's forbidden or not in that area. So, uh, immediately one of the boys threw his rod down and started running through the woods like a bat. <laughs> and hot on his heels came the gamekeeper, yeah, chasing him. About half a mile, the young boy stopped and stooped over with his hands on his uh, legs to cut his breath. <sighs> and then the gamekeeper finally caught him, caught up with him. He asked, "Let's see your fishing license, boy." So with that, the young boy pulled out his wallet and gave the gamekeeper a valid fishing license. You know, sometimes you fish, you have to have a license. Yeah, otherwise you're not allowed to. Okay, so gamekeeper said, "Well, son, you must be really stupid. You don't have to run for me if you have a valid license." And the guy said, "Yes, sir. Oh, but my friend back there, well, he doesn't have one." <laughs> By now, he's gone home. <laughs> That's what it is, huh? It has been proven that married life is healthy. <laughs> Mind you, are you divorced? Stupid. It's healthy to keep a marriage. <laughs> I'm kidding. You do what you want. Congratulations. <laughs> Statistics show that single people die sooner than married folks. How come? <laughs> so, If you are looking for a long life and a slow death, get married. <laughs> We're expecting some good advice. <laughs> Come on, whoever that is must be lousy. <laughs> a news photographer, a reporter. And an editor are walking down beach. They see a bottle in the sand. The reporter grabs it, rubs it, and Jenny pops out. So grateful is the Jenny, he grants them each one one wish. So the photographer says, "I want to be on a mountain top with the wisest of the wise, soaking up wisdom, and puff." He's gone to the mountain with the wisest of the wise, and then the reporter said, "I want to be on a tropical paradise, being served pinacolada and bonbon all day long with my beautiful woman." 
and woof, he's gone to Hawaii Beach. <laughs> A lot of bonbon, pina colada, and beautiful woman. And the editor said, I want those two back here right now. <laughs> we have six o'clock news to catch. <laughs> Oh, man. Habit die hard, huh? A married couple was trying to live up to a snobbish lifestyle, went to a party. The conversation turned to Mozart, like, oh, absolutely brilliant, lovely, oh, a fine fellow, a genius, Mozart. Genius of music, Mozart. The woman wanting to join the snobbish society and the general conversation remarked casually, Oh, Mozart, you are so right, I love him. Only this morning I saw him getting on number five bus going to uh, <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> oh, there was a sudden silence. Everybody looked at her and looked at each other and looked at her. And the husband was so embarrassed. <laughs> he dragged his wife out into the garage, into the park lot and said to her, We are leaving right now. Get your coat and come along. So he dragged her out into the car and on the way home uh, he was driving and he doesn't <laughs> he, he still, you know, couldn't recover it. So he murmuring, murmuring all the time. So finally, his wife turned to him and said, You are angry about something? <laughs> <laughs> so he said, Really? You don't know, really? Oh, my goodness, I have never been so embarrassed in my entire life. <laughs> what about you, saw Mozart, take the number five bus to Long Island, eh? Don't you know anything? The wife said, What? The husband say, the number five bus doesn't go to Long Island. <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> the absent-minded professor came home late one night. So when he reached the door, he realized he had forgotten his key. He knocked and knocked until finally his wife opened the door. It was very dark. She did not recognize him and explained that, I'm sorry, sir, but the professor is not at home. So the professor, absent-minded as ever, replied to his wife, Well, I will come back tomorrow then. <laughs> A secondary school student asked his teacher, if a person should be punished for something he had not done or not. No, said the teacher, of course not. If you haven't done, why you be punished <laughs> for something? Why you should be punished for something you haven't done? <laughs> you didn't do, right? So the boy said, good, I haven't done my homework. <laughs> The husband was escorting his wife to a concert, and they arrived late. So um, he asked 
his neighbor, you know, whispering, "What are they playing?" So the man replied, "The Fifth Symphony." Yeah. Well, thanks goodness. Well, I miss only four of them. <laughs> uh, after the student delivered the pizza to Johnny's house, you know, he asked, uh, "What is the usual tip, you know, for the pizza boy?" So the boy said, "Well, this is my first trip here." But uh, the other blocks say that uh, if he get five p out of you, I will be doing great already. <laughs> I mean, he's a miser. Okay, he just say that to provoke him. Cheap, yeah. So is that so? Johnny was kind of irritated. Well, just show them how wrong they are. Here's five dollars. <laughs> the young say thanks. I put this toward my studies. Wow, what are you studying? Uh, Johnny asked the pizza boy. Uh, he smiled and said, "Apply psychology." <laughs> yeah. A teacher is uh, handing back the homework to the students. So he said, "Johnny," or she says, "Johnny, your homework is very, very poor." I really don't see how one person can make so many mistakes. So Johnny said, "It wasn't one person, Miss." Say Johnny, <laughs> "My dad helped me." <laughs> it happened to you guys. <laughs> you, you are the daddies that <laughs> make the same trouble. <laughs> A Kansas cyclone hit. A farmhouse, just before dawn one morning, it lifted the roof off, picked up the beds on which the farmer and his wife slept, and set them down gently in the next county. The wife began to cry. Don't be scared, Harry. Her husband comforted her. We are not hurt. So. Uh, the wife continued to cry. I'm not scared. <laughs> She responded between tears. I'm happy, cause this is the first time in fourteen years we have been out together. <laughs> <laughs> He never took her out. Told you yesterday, man's lousy. <laughs> you have to make some, you know, crispy new. New stuff all the time, you know, romantic and stuff. Some uh, like surprise, yeah, pleasant surprise, something like that. It doesn't have to be money or gift. It's a loving surprise, yeah. Keep the relationship going, eh? Johnny, did your mother help you with homework last night? The teacher asked. Yeah. Johnny say, No, she did it all by herself. <laughs> Why do birds fly south? Anybody know? Hmm? No. Because birds don't walk. <laughs> She said because too cold in the north. Thank you very much.
We never know. We never know that it's cold in the north. Is it really cold in the north? They fly there because too hard to walk. Bird don't walk. Not a long time, eh? Okay. Why do hens lay eggs? <laughs> hey, the wise one. <laughs> Don't hide. <laughs> Tell me. Huh? Why do they lay eggs? Don't like to walk with them. Hmm? If they drop them, they break. Yeah, you know the story, right? You are the one who sent this joke. <laughs> That's a cheat. That's cheating. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, it's true. It say exactly like that. If they drop them, they break. <laughs> so she must have copied it already. Okay. Did your wife have much to say when you got home last night? A friend asked. Husband said, No, but that didn't keep her from talking for two hours. <laughs> she didn't have much to say, but she can talk for two hours. Manager to interviewee for a new job. Eh? For this job, we need someone who is responsible. Interviewee to manager. I am your man, then. In my last job, whenever anything went wrong, I was responsible. <laughs> <laughs> the wife said to the husband, Scientists claim that the average person speaks 10,000 words a day. Oh, wow. who can that be? must be Supreme Master Jesus. <laughs> I can speak more than that. 10,000 words? That's nothing. They should have known me, right? <laughs> the scientist doesn't know <laughs> who. Okay. So the husband said, Yes, dear, but remember, you are far above average. <laughs> A policeman in a lay-by is amazed when a car whizzes past at 70 miles per hour with a woman calmly knitting at the wheel. <laughs> you know, she was knitting a pullover and driving at the same time. So he gives chase, and on catching up, he shouts, Pull over! So the woman shouts back, No, a pair of socks! <laughs> Pullover, you know, pullover is a sweater. Okay. And when the police want you to stop, he said, pullover. Yeah. So she was knitting, the driver, and he said, pullover. And he said, no, a pair of socks. <laughs> Whenever uh, my wife needs money, she calls me handsome. <laughs> She said, handsome over. <laughs> handsome over. <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> One man said to the other, 
I married Miss Wright. I just didn't know that her first name was always. <laughs> always right. A guy was in a restaurant trying to plow his way through a revolting meal. <laughs> it must be very terrible food. After a little while, he called a waiter over and said, Waiter, bring the chef out here. I want to complain about the quality of this disgusting stuff that you have served me. He said, disgusting muck, really. So the waiter looked apologetic. I'm afraid you will have to wait for half an hour, sir. He just popped out to get something to eat. <laughs> I can't eat his own. No wonder. <laughs> there are only two ways to handle a woman. <laughs> And no man ever know either of them. <laughs> Some people ask the secret of our long marriage. Uh, we take time to go to a restaurant two times a week, a little candlelight, dinner, soft music, and a slow walk home. That's their secret, I think. She goes Wednesday, I go Saturday. <laughs> such a surprise. I forgot it was really a surprise. Very good that I'm also absent-minded, so I can enjoy the joke two times. See, before I read it to you, I scan it all first, you know, mostly to see if it's repeated. If I am not that absent-minded, <laughs> I could remember the past joke. If it's reason, I remember. Sometimes it's too long, I forgot also. I keep calling everybody, did you hear that joke? <laughs> did you hear that joke? Did you? No. Okay, then I choose it. Mostly I would remember, eh? but sometimes not. A waiter brings the customer the steak he ordered with his thumb over the meat. <laughs> What the heck are you doing holding on to my dinner like that? <laughs> Screamed the customer. So the waiter said, What? You want it to fall on the floor again? <laughs> If he doesn't hold on to it, then this has to happen again. Oh, my God. <laughs> A customer <laughs> was bothering the waiter in the restaurant. Uh, first, he asked that the air conditioning be turned up because he was too hot. And then he asked it be turned down because he was too cold. And so on, so forth, about half an hour long. Surprisingly, the waiter was very patient. I walked back and forth, back and forth, and never once got angry. Finally, a second customer asked him why is he so patient and didn't get angry at the customer at all. So the waiter smiled and said, Oh, I don't care. We don't even have an air condition. <laughs> Just, yes, sir, no, sir. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Johnny's wife was not so good with money. 
and determined to economize. He had decided to have a talk with her about it. <laughs> He's hoping. So the following day, he met up with his mate. The mate said, So, do you think your little talk worked? So Johnny said, Yeah, I think so. I'm going to give up drinking and smoking. <laughs> Economize. She wanted to tell him, to tell the wife to economize, but then she tell him, <laughs> stop smoking and drink. That's also economize. That's even better for him, no? Good, good. <laughs> That's how they save money. Despite whatever anybody else says, he denies that married men live longer than single men. It only seems longer. <laughs> We had that before, huh? Wife said to husband, How come they only have wife, husband, husband, wife, wife, husband all the time? In it? <laughs> What's wrong with these people? Wife said to husband, Honey, I can't get the car started. I think it's flooded. So the husband said, Where is it? Or wife said, I'm in the swimming pool. <laughs> the car in the swimming pool. Husband said, okay, it's flooded. <laughs> He just want to make sure. <laughs> It happened, huh? This guy was, you know, very drunk and zig, zig, zag, zag. He got into his car and decided that the best thing for him to do would be to follow the rear lights of another car that was just pulling out. Everything was fine for about five miles until the lights of the car in front went out and the drunk driver smashed into the back of the front car. So the guy come out, uh, the, the drunk driver come out and scream, Hey, what the hell you think you're doing? Turning your light off just like that. It's, it's so black, so dark. So, so the, the, the man in the front also got out and said, What the hell do you expect me to do? I'm in my own garage. <laughs> Husband, where is yesterday's newspaper? The wife said, I wrapped the garbage in it. The husband said, Oh, I wanted to read it. So the wife said, There wasn't much to see. Just some orange peels and coffee grounds <laughs> from the pub. Uh, a drunk decides to go and see a late night film. After buying a ticket, he staggers into the cinema, only to return two minutes after to buy another ticket and stagger in again. Two minutes later, he's back again buying a third ticket. So the girl in the ticket office says that, Do you realize, sir, that's the third time you have bought a ticket? So the drunk replied, Yeah, but every time I get to the cinema, some man takes it from me and tears it in half. <laughs> Husband said to wife again, Honey, when I see you in that hat, I laugh. So the wife said, good, I will put it on when the bills come in. 
see if you're still laughing or not. <laughs> Hello, John. Joe said to John,、uh, "They meet each other for the first time since the war's end. Did you marry that girl you used to go out with, or you are still doing your own cooking and ironing?" <laughs> He said, "Yes." Yes, mean marry and still <laughs> cooking and ironing. <laughs> He just say yes. He didn't say yes and not <laughs> doing cooking and ironing. <laughs> the wife, look at the old clothes I have to wear. If people came to visit, they would think I was the cook. So the husband say, well, they would change their minds if they stay for dinner. <laughs> Okay, guys. We call it a quit for now. Hey, is that okay with you? Yes. Okay, see you, huh, guys? Yeah, you can help me bring it in. Hey, this for you guys, huh? Okay. <laughs> see you. See you.